Welcome back to Elevated Inspiration for Sunday School. We're in lesson nine of our teaching and learning series. This time, this time the title is Living as God's People. So we'll start with our introduction. If you notice here, is that in the past we've looked at scriptures from Ecclesiastes to Proverbs to Sons of Solomon. We're going to jump into Matthew. Actually, Matthew 5 and 7 is known as the Sermon on the Mount. This setting provides the essence of Jesus' teaching. He unfolds the secret of connecting with God as noted in Matthew 5:48. Listen, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. If I underline the word perfect, there are a lot of individuals think that this means that I am living perfect without sin, no fault. However, Jesus is not talking about that. You know, remember now, the religious leaders emphasize strict observance of the letter of the law, all 613 commandments. Yet Jesus elaborates on the spirit of the law and display the heart of God revealed in the law. So when he's talking about be ye perfect, even as your father which in heaven is perfect, he's talking about being complete. He's talking about being mature in God's word. So let's, um, let's get into this lesson and see exactly how he explains this. What we have here, we're going to be looking at the fifth chapter, next verses 1 through 12. The first two verses is Jesus teaches his followers. Notice in verse 1, it says, And seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. So we have here a multitude of individuals. He goes up into the mountain, and he, when he sat there, his disciples came to him. So first thing is looking at, you know, he had 12 disciples because he just recruited those individuals in the earlier chapter, chapter 4. But he's teaching, and it says a multitude. So he had quite a few people up there, not only the inner circle of those 12. He opened his mouth and taught them, saying, now, he elevates himself up to kind of like a mount and he gives them some direction. So the first question I want you to think about is who was doing the teaching on the Sermon of the Mount? <laughs> think about that for a minute. Who is actually teaching on the Sermon? And, and, and I want you to dig into this because I think if you look at this answer, of course, it's Jesus, but I want you to think about how is he teaching and what concept is he coming from? And then if you look here, it says, God bless kingdom children. You see, the word bless, as mentioned in each of the first 11 verses here, bless, I think, is really misleading. Sometimes we think bless as having money. Some versions use bless as happiness. But in actuality, the word bless introduces someone who you plan to congratulate. Think of it like this. It means it's a condition of life, which indicate that someone is fortunate or well off. So in the first verse, it says, bless are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So you are blessed, and the message says, you are blessed when you are at the end of your rope, when less of you there is more of God 
and less of you, and then you have more of God. Think how, how blessed you are. Because when you are poor in spirit, that's when you're going to have the kingdom of heaven. Think how poor, materialistic Jesus was. Remember now, we're going to become more and more like him. I'm not saying you can a wealthy person cannot be blessed, but you are blessed where a poor spirit, humble spirit. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And that is a lot of time is used in when doing bereavement or doing the death of a person. But it's more so than just mourn. It's when you notice in the message, you are blessed when you feel you lost what is most dear to you, only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. So can things can happen to us and we can be mournful, but that's when we are comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now the meek is, is different here because the meek have reference to a person that is humble, not arrogant, they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And notice how the message says, you're blessed when you work up a good appetite for God. He's food and drink and the best meal you ever had. So in those verses, I see everything is focused towards God. Remember that question I asked you, who is actually teaching this on the mount? Because everything here is geared towards God. This question I want you to think from that series is, how does one obtain righteousness? Oh, that's something to think about. And then let others see Jesus in you. So now we're going to bless from having the poor in spirit, the meekness, showing mercy, here it says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. See, mercy is merely an emotion. It's not merely an emotion of, oh, I feel sorry. But it's a practical action, such as, here, allow me to help you. So mercy, when you show mercy, not I feel sorry for you, but let me show you how this is done. You shall obtain mercy. Notice how the message reads. You're blessed when you are care. At the moment of being cared for, you find yourself cared for. At the moment of being careful, when you're caring for someone else, you're going to find yourself being cared. Notice the next verse. This is the verse I love because this is one of the verses I learned early when we was in Willing Worker, we used to have to memorize a Bible verse starting with a letter and we go through the alphabet. When we get to B, I always would say this, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You see, the pure in heart means singleness of heart. It refers to a child of God who is honest and has no hidden motives. See, one who loves God wholeheartedly and demonstrate it by service to others. See here how when you start doing things for others, how you are blessed, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Oh, we need peacemakers today, definitely. So the question is, the peacemaker is first of all at peace with who? In order for me to be a peacemaker for others, 
I have to have peace with God. And then the last outline, verses 10, 11, and 12, it says, Lord, help me to hold out. So verse 10, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. And then it tells us, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets which were before you. So in other words, think about this for a minute. You are blessed when people provoke you and say evil things to you for Christ's sake. Now, notice in the message says, and here it says, not only that, count yourself blessed every time people throw, put you down, throw you out, speak lies to you, discredit you. You're blessed. So the outline here is, Lord, help me to hold out. Help me to realize that when I'm going through something, I'm blessed. So this is what I got from this lesson. I must remember when suffering for Christ will ultimately allow me to experience the same comfort that he experienced after the cross. Now, the reason why I say that is because every time I think about suffering, I think about Stephen. Remember, in Acts 7, 59, it says they stoned Stephen calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. The verses before that, it says, Stephen actually saw Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And I believe because Stephen was being stoned to death, he was being persecuted for Christ's sake. Christ is there standing up because scripture says he's sitting on the right hand of God. But here when he saw Stephen, he was standing up and giving Stephen an ovation. That's the reason why I say we must remember that we can be comforted when we are going through. So the thought to remember is God reign on earth is already a blessing. Many times we think we got to get to heaven but it's already a blessing if I can be perfect the way he is perfect in heaven. Thank you. And like I always say, see you in Sunday school. Let's take a few moments of reflection. Our key verse was Matthew 5 and 6. It says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You're fortunate when you realize that life does not consist of me anymore but it consists of God when I realize that I have a purpose here on life and my purpose is to fulfill God's will that's when I'm blessed 
I need to remove my self motives out of the way and do what God wants me to do. That's when I'm blessed. Let us pray. Dearest Heavenly Father, thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for being our God. May the Holy Spirit fill our hearts and guard our minds from worldly distraction that tries to steal our blessings. My Lord, it is your way that we seek. So guide and direct us in all things. In Jesus' name I pray.